every single thing that happened to them. Against them, they were ready to, to pack it all in and go back to Egypt. Just about every single time. Lacked water, lacked food. Didn't like the food God was providing. Oh, I miss the leeks and the onions. I, I miss Egypt. Oh, we had it so good in Egypt. You were slaves. But they considered that better than following God. In any case, Moses never did that. In fact, Moses did the exact opposite. He stayed faithful. He stayed faithful in the midst of of when they were going to stone everyone. When they were going to stone Joshua and Caleb, the two good spies. They were faithful. Moses was faithful. But this one time, God says, no, you're not going in. You have. Why? That sounds unjust. That sounds unfair. He did everything. He did everything to do. Except this one time. Between leaders and the people. He makes it. To seek more responsibility. We need to seek more responsibility. Faithful in that. God will give us more authority. He'll give us more people that that, uh, we have influence over. But just remember. That as we do that, as He promotes us in His kingdom, He expects more of us. For the authority that He gives us. We ought to be seeking that. We ought to be looking for opportunities for God to promote us in His kingdom. That's a good thing. And He will expect more of you. And rightly so. Rightly so. So what did Moses Moses spoke in the stead of God. He was God's representative to the people of Israel. When Moses spoke, they all knew that that was God's speech. God commanded Moses. Chain of command. That was the chain of authority. God worked through his signs and wonders. Every time God did a miracle, it was through the hand of Moses. Your staff. Do something with your staff. Speak to the rock. Hit the rock. And God moved based on his obedience to the commands of God. God demonstrated on Moses he had chosen Moses to represent him, and he also demonstrated the consequences of not adhering to Moses' commands. Remember, it's in Numbers. There are three individuals 
Abram. They decided that as well, not just Moses. You take too much on yourself. We're equal to you. Very short, God said no. He destroyed them. He caused the earth to swallow. I can't think of a better demonstration that Moses was God's man. And what's hilarious is the very next chapter, they came against him again. Why did you cause the earth to swallow? Moses did that. They still didn't get it. Moses had no power. He had no authority, not of himself. Because of the one he represented. Because of the one who called him and placed him. Power and he had authority. But only to accomplish the will and plan of God. Whatever he wanted to. Can you imagine if he could have? I wouldn't want to be anywhere near Moses a lot of No, sir. Not if he could do that of his own will. But Moses instead submitted himself to God and did what God told him to do. No more, no less. God told him to speak something, he spoke it. When God told him to do something, he did it. Save this one time. He didn't have the authority to interpret Scripture, as it were. He didn't have the authority to, "Ah, what's God really saying here? I'll just explain it to Israel in those terms. He didn't have the authority to do that. God told him to do something. Israel. Everything that was being commanded. I don't know if he understood everything that he was telling the. It didn't matter. He spoke it verbatim. Speak to someone. When God gives us a word for a situation that we're in. After the situation is resolved, probably we'll understand. That's why you were saying that. That's why that. That's why that scripture was. When we're speaking to someone else, we don't know. Someone at the altar, you start praying specifically for for something. Should I pray that? Yes. You probably should. You're probably speaking something into their lives. 
something to them. You don't have to understand why. You don't have to understand uh, the nuances of what's about to happen. But our responsibility is to do what we're told. Moses Gave the law, exhorted them to obey, and then went and did something else. Let's break that calf back out. That seems kind of fun. What kind of... The people of Israel were doing that all the time. But that's different. Then Moses doing that one time. We see later when we get to the kings of Israel. When we had a good king, Hezekiah, they exampled the law of God. They did right before the nation of Israel. And because they did, and because they commanded them, They weren't exampling anything. God, not living for God. They were just following the king. Can you imagine the kind of responsibility the king had then? Israel. To do right. To example the law of God before them. Because when they didn't, the whole nation followed suit. When they did, the whole nation followed suit. The rulers have an awesome measure of responsibility before God. As parents, especially as the the husband, the father. You have an awesome responsibility before God. It doesn't matter if you understand all the time or not. I, I would like them to as much as possible. But if they don't, that's not going to be how I operate. Why? Because when I stand before God, it doesn't matter if my kids love me all the time or not. I'm going to love them. Feelings toward me, they don't play into this. You understand what I'm saying? I want, I want them to love me. I want to have a great relationship with them. Today, my responsibility is not to them. It's to God. I'm going to see someday and give an account for how I discharge the responsibilities He gave me. And when you say it's an awesome thing, that's a very, that's a terrifying thing. And when I think about that, 
that when I stand before God, I can give a good account. As Christians, we have responsibility all kinds of benefits. Responsibilities as well. Every Christian has them. One responsibility we have is to obey God and submit to His commands, His precepts, His judgments. That's one responsibility we have. And the sooner we learn that, and not just understand but the sooner we place ourselves underneath the authority of God and begin to walk that way, the easier it's going to be for us. We need to pray always. We need to fast regularly. We are to actively engage in the discipleship process, both and with others. It is God's perfect the salvation, and that is a very necessary first step. But that's all it is. We have a lifelong process in front of us of transforming. Uh, becoming like Him. To demonstrate His characteristics. To develop... When we first come to the Lord as spiritual babies, we cry a lot. We make messes. We want to be fed. That's natural. But at some point, hopefully, as Christians, we begin to grow and mature. And at some point, it's expected that we're going to have spiritual children. We are going to be discipling other new converts and causing them to grow. We have a responsibility to actively pursue the ministry God gave to us. Other than fellowship, this is why He created us. He created us for fellowship and to minister one to another, to have a place in His body. We have a responsibility one to another, and I kind of touched on this last night at the end of prayer. Time on. There is seeks to cause division. He actively seeks to divide. That's one of his strategies, and it's a good strategy. It works. If he can separate someone from the body, they become weak and vulnerable. And so we have got to jealously guard our spiritual unity. We have got to jealously guard them. Things to get in between the brethren, the sisters. That's a Jeff Arnold thing. Sisterin. <laughs> we cannot allow division of any kind. 
My brother hates me. He's got it out for me. I can all but promise you that's not true. I say all but because but it's highly unlikely. Probably that's an attack from the enemy. And again, they get the better of us. In the heat of the moment, when we're weak and tired, when we're frustrated, our feelings will get the better. We begin to think, why did he say it that way? What's his problem? And before you know it, you're upset. You're mad. What's going on? He doesn't have the first clue that any of this is going on. So if we ever... Please don't react to it. He wants us divided. He wants us separated. We have a responsibility one to another. And let me say this too. For you. What does the Bible say about that? Love. Obviously, they got a problem. They got a situation going on. Strangely, for very strange reasons. Strangely, don't take it as a personal offense. They're not attacking you. Probably, they got something awful going on in their lives. And our responsibility to that person, our brother, our sister, help them. Not to kill, kill off our wounded. Please don't start killing off our wounded. That's not scriptural. That's not biblical. And that's not the will of God. But we are to help them, minister to them, encourage them, strengthen them. That's what we are to do responsibility to each other. We have a responsibility to the city. Our lost loved ones, you bet. But we have a responsibility. When one is down, the others are up. And we can help strengthen you. I'm down. You guys are up. You can help strengthen me. We are in this together. We will finish it together. Amen. So these are some of our Christian responsibilities. It's way different than our relationship in the body of Christ. When we come out of the world... doesn't believe as I do. 
I've been on that side of the, the table before. I have a understanding as to where that individual is coming from. I know why he's doubtful and afraid. I know why he's skeptical. Relationships out in the world are taken advantage of if you're not careful. So when I entered into a relationship, I was always guarded. Put up a front. They can attack the front. So when I'm talking with someone, I understand. But that that kind of relationship cannot exist in here. Our relationship is way different. Understanding that we have a responsibility one to another, we are going to be vulnerable to each other. We are going to be long time if I can be transparent that's the last thing I ever wanted for me is to be vulnerable to anybody be exposed that's exactly what God is calling us to be he made himself vulnerable to us We can be vulnerable one to another. When we have that kind of relationship, we begin to trust each other. We begin to grow together to the point that when I am going through something, when I am time, I can bring that to someone. fantastic, great, and getting better. I'm doing great, doing awesome. God is good. Yeah, God is good. But God is good when I'm not doing good. God is good in the prison camp. Camps are enjoying life. Sometimes it's okay to not doing okay right now. I think I will be doing okay, but not today. Not today. And that's okay. Self-promotion versus esteeming others. Again, conditions in the world versus conditions in the body. People in the world, they're looking out for number one. Here, we look out for one another. When you get promoted, rejoice. When good things happen to you, I'm happy, I'm glad. That doesn't... That makes me rejoice.
We're looking to promote others. We're looking to minister to others, to esteem others. We want to see the promotion of those around us. What's your text? Nine minutes left, and we're okay. <coughs> the king had given certain monies to certain individuals, right? The money. It would cause it to grow. It would multiply it. Authority over that one piece of gold, that one pound. They had authority over that to do whatever they wanted to do to cause it to grow. They didn't have the authority to spend it. One made ten pounds. As he discharged his responsibility faithfully, he was isn't he? Over ten cities. Five was given authority over five cities. His responsibilities faithfully. His pound. And it was given to the I will just say that You can comment for weeks on the craziness of our society today. That I have no personal responsibility. Uh, things, good things are just going to come my way because I was born. I'm still breathing air, so let's bring it on. I'm ready. Give me, give it all. Give me everything that I deserve. Without the idea of having to work for anything. That's being propagated today by our government, by our public school systems, by our colleges. That ought not come into the church of God. That is not scriptural. That is not biblical. We do have personal responsibility. And as we discharge the responsibility, God will give us authority. He will promote us in His kingdom. Effective in His service because of it. People that I'm able to minister to. More people that I can influence for Jesus Christ. That's why we want to be promoted in God's kingdom. The fear of that promotion. The fear of the responsibility that will come with that. We're going to stand before God for that too. Whatever authority He's he's given us, whatever responsibility He's given us, we will give
back off from it. I want us to, to go into it with both eyes open. I want us to understand God, but we don't have to be afraid of it. He will give us victory. That is up to us. That is our responsibility. Both to God, the city, and each other. What does it mean to be promoted? Promotion is a little bit different as it applies to God's kingdom. The world means we have more authority over people. We rise up, rise up, we have more privileges, we have more authority, also more responsibility. We do have more authority, we do have more responsibility, but we become, we become more and more uh as God promotes us more and more in His kingdom, our level of submit ourselves to more and more people in service, in that you go from saint to assistant pastor to pastor to presbyter to It's not a promotion of office, necessarily, but it is a promotion. You don't have to be a pastor or a presbyter to serve others. But maybe God's called you to be a prayer warrior, called you to be a teacher. Maybe God's called you to be a counselor or a And the more you do that, the more you take area to yourself, the more God will promote you in His kingdom. And uh, I totally believe it. That when we get to and who gets the biggest promotions up there? going to be the, the grandmas who prayed. It's going to be the people who came to church and cleaned and prayed and served. Them will receive bigger rewards than others that everyone looks to. They're so great. Promotion means something entirely different in God's kingdom. And we all have a responsibility before God to pursue that. To discharge faithfully the responsibilities He's given us. Responsibilities to the responsibilities to those around us. 
responsibilities before God. Let's seek to assume more and more responsibility in the kingdom of God. As we do, God will promote us, give us a wider area of capacities than before. Now, especially now, now is the time to push forward harder than ever before. Or have before, to push, to strive. And to finish the race. Sprint to the finish line. Amen. Let's all stand. Lord Jesus, you are altogether awesome in this and in every place. Lord, for this opportunity you've given us this evening. I pray, Lord, that as we that we would go with you, that your word would go with us. Jesus, to take responsibility for those things in our lives that are our fault. Jesus, to take responsibility uh, for the things that we need to get done, that we need to accomplish, that you have given us responsibility over. The authority that you've given us, is that. No more, no less. We don't need to be afraid of authority. We don't need to be afraid of responsibility. But you have given both to us. Help us to discharge these faithfully in a manner well-pleasing unto the Lord, that we would hear all Hallelujah, Jesus. These things we ask in Jesus' name.